What is up, people, and thank you so much for listening in this episode of the New Generation Hero Talk Podcast. I'm your host, EJ Stewart. We got a wonderful show for you guys today. I'm a very happy camper because it seems like we are one step closer to getting our beloved Marvel characters that are currently with Fox over to Disney and to Marvel because Fox and Disney have officially agreed to a $71 billion deal that allows Disney to overtake um, all of Fox's movie properties and some other separate properties. I don't care about those other stuff. What I care about on this show is talking about the heroes that Fox we know currently has. That includes the X-Men, the Fantastic Four, Galactus, Silver Surfer, the list goes on and on. All those characters could potentially be on their way to Marvel within the next year if everything goes through with uh, all the regulatory um regulatory you know regulations or whatever procedures that they have to go through for in order for the deal to fully get approved so i'm super excited to talk about that we also got some movie news that i think is quite interesting we got a a trailer for a tv show that's that i think it's interesting to talk about so this should be a really good show joining me as always are my co-host starting with shamari stewart and before i even get to shamari or i'll get to you and, and also do the same thing uh we should know that we've launched an instagram account now so you guys should be following us on Instagram, we talked about it on Sports Talk. If you listen to Sports Talk, but if you follow us at New Generation Podcast, very simple at New Generation Podcast, and that's plural podcast. Um, you can catch a bunch of our content. We post when we do our podcasts. We want to do some behind the scenes stuff. You might have seen Kendall talking in our story a couple of uh, days ago or a day ago. Yeah, too. I saw you videotaping me. I'm like, what's you know, this guy like, doing? I was like, this isn't in my contract. <laughs> um, so we're trying to do some behind the scenes stuff. I think when we do Comic-Con, it's going to be really fun to see the stuff we're doing on Instagram. But we're already getting a lot of followers. It's really exciting. So make sure you guys give us a follow again. New Generation Podcast. But Shamari uh, joins us as well. He's also on Instagram. You can follow him at MCSham22. Shamari, what's up? What do you think of the Instagram account? And what are you looking forward to talking about today? I'm glad we have an Instagram. I mean, I think that's a very uh, I think that's a good medium for us. There's a lot of cool stuff that we can take pics of. We can just document and just post immediately. I think that I think that's uh, I think that's very worthwhile. And as for the topics we have today, uh, I think we got a lot of a lot of good movie news, some good TV, some good TV news. Some of it big, some of it not as big. Some of it rumored, some of it confirmed. You know, the, <laughs> the usual. Yeah, stuff. the usual. <laughs> the usual stuff. So we got like we got a good show for you guys. Is there ever gonna be a time where like Kendall also joins us here? Uh, yes, is there ever gonna be a time where like? Like this medium that we do isn't us like run like like chasing blog posts and chasing not the no disrespect to the blog posts or chasing forum rumors or Reddit rumors. Is everything gonna be like a more is it gonna are we, are we ever gonna be like is it gonna be an NBA reporting where it's you know better sourced reporting for the stuff that we follow on a weekly basis on the show? To be fair. I mean, NBA reporting is like that sometimes. Yeah, but I don't think it's, it's like not. Twitter, yeah, no, but it's, it's Twitter it's, rumors. No, but it's, it's it's beyond the whole, oh, it's following oh, yeah. the Reddit. Like, there's more the NBA thread. reporters. That's the thing. Yeah. So, like, if there were, like, if the NBA reporters were just Woj and then, like, in, like, Sham Sharania, we'd be like, well, there's, like, not that much news. But because there's, like, 80 of them, they're all throwing in their little nugget, their little source, and then we can talk about all that stuff. Whereas this. We only have, you know, your your Boris Kit or your Frosty from Collider or whoever. You know, Alberto Gonzalez is like one of our top guys. He's like the he's the Wolves, right? Yeah, now. he's the Wolves or um, the the Shams. But regardless, um, yeah, when we get more people like that, uh, I, really, I think that'll come when 
these media, these Hollywood companies, Hollywood reporting companies start to, uh, or outlets start to cover this a little more. Yeah, because I think that that will be, uh, uh, and to me, like, it's not, it even goes beyond Hollywood. I think that would be a great day to finish my statement about what I think that would be. I think that would be great when that happens because, I mean, even other mediums, I feel like we're not chasing, you know, you know, Reddit threads to find, like, what's it going to be the thing on the next, uh, um, you know, James Bond, like, to like be those, fair, I feel like those are more source reporting. Th- this is the only medium where we do that, where we're where we're looking that hard besides sports, where we're looking for information. Maybe it's because it's so unregulated and rumors. Like there's a million people working on a movie, and like anyone could like leak anything. Anyone, just say anyone could have a source. Anyone can say, "I know a guy that right. you know, that, the coffee guy yeah. at the, that worked on this set. He gave him donuts. And <laughs> exactly. He heard that Hamada's firing Shazam. Yeah, exactly. You know, whatever random." news can drop but like you know like with music are we really looking for like i mean we can i mean we can look for stuff but at the same time a lot of it you just gotta wait you gotta wait till you hear something right this is like we know there's stuff happening in the background that we just don't hear about yeah but we know like shamar said there's a lot of loose ends that can't be tied down whereas with music these projects are a lot more you know close to the vest close to the artist so uh, That's a good point because I feel like you know I, I you know we've always kicked around expansion at New Generation and you know there's been talk about doing a music hip hop show but that's the one dance talk about doing like music because as we see with like you know shout out to Everyday Struggle on Complex shout yeah. out to the Joe Button Podcast um, a lot of to, it- shout out to Lost in the Lost in Vegas YouTube channel uh, but a lot of it like you're just at the mercy of like someone actually doing music yeah and most of it I mean. <laughs> If you watch those shows, like a lot of it's talking about Twitter beef or yeah. <laughs> some guy got arrested or this guy like this guy is threatening to, to to pull up on another yeah, guy. Exactly. You know, it's not really about music. Yeah, I mean, when you're covering music artists, they tend to be very eccentric. Yeah, in any medium, whatever, regardless of what type of music you're talking about, they tend to be very eccentric and, and also well, and very opinionated at times about things. Right, and like also when you watch those shows, like especially if you watch Everyday Struggle when Joe Budden was on there, like he didn't like half the music he was listening to. Right, that's yeah. Probably most people, right. you know, like you can't cover all music. You most people probably have a very specific type of music that they listen to. So if you're trying to cover all music and you're listening to Taylor Swift, and you're like, I don't listen to Taylor Swift. Right, yeah. Or I don't listen to you know Blake Shelton, or I don't listen to Jay Z. It would it's not for everybody. So. That's why what we do makes sense. I know. That's why I love what we do, man. That's why we we're not we're sticking with just doing hero sports and Star Wars because that's that's what we know best, and that's and what Game we of get. Thrones. And Game of Thrones. That's where we get the most content from. But let's talk heroes. Let's get back to what we normally talk about. And of course, like I said at the top of the show, the biggest story this week, the uh, Disney Fox deal is agreed upon, and uh, Rupert and and uh, Bob shook hands. Rupert Murdoch, of course, and Fox and and uh, and Bob Iyer from Disney. So that deal is done. So we, there's no more worried about can Comcast come in and sweep in? Will Fox pull out a deal? Some random weird situation. The only thing that could stop this deal now is, I guess, is like whatever the government regulations they have to go through to get the deal approved. I have my own theory as to why there's no way this administration is ever going to let a Murdoch $71 billion deal not go through. You take that as you will. I think we're fine. I think we're in the clear. I just don't know how long it's going to take for us to get to that point. This is a game changer. But I guess my question is, 
and I think it's been the million dollar question. We've talked about it on the show already. I mean, how does Disney, how does, what is, I'll ask you, Shamar, what is Kevin Feige's game plan today or yesterday? When he woke up yesterday morning and saw the news, did his game plan, did his life change because of this deal? Like, did he, did he immediately say, okay, now we're in another phase of whatever my game plan was or how I was treating the potential merger or takeover? Is the things change now? Is he now in a different mode where he's in a creative mode, or you think he's still in no man's land, kind of just like I'm not doing nothing until this deal is completely confirmed? Because I think that will determine how quickly we get these characters in any of these movies. Uh that's a good question. I think he's somewhere in between. You know, to be totally honest with you, I don't think he has made a. I don't think he's like. I think he's somewhere in between, not doing anything. And just continuing with where he was before, which is I have ideas, but I'm not acting on it. He's somewhere between there and actually calling people, <laughs> right. like calling actors and writers yeah. and saying, yo, what do you think about Fantastic Four? Like, I don't think he's going to start doing stuff like that until he gets the phone calls from, you know, uh, Iger or whoever, <laughs> you know. He gets, you don't think Bob gave him a call? I think they need approval. I think they need that approval from those all the all these countries that apparently have to approve the the deal as well. Yeah, you know, I I think you know, like they know that they want the deal to be done, but it has to be like approved. You know, so I think they're waiting just for that. Once they get that green light, I think Feige's gonna start making all these phone calls and they're gonna start working. Well. I think I mean I think Feige has an idea of what he wants to do. I mean I think he's had an idea of what he wants to do. I think this is very not very similar, but I think this is similar to the Spider-Man situation where he's probably as uh, an MCU with Spider-Man. He had an MCU with Spider-Man. He had a Civil War without Spider-Man. I think he probably has an MCU with the X-Men and Fantastic Four and Silver Surfer and Galactus, and he probably has one without them. Uh, right now he's operating probably as if they're not going to be there yeah. but I'm sure he's very much expecting them to be there yeah. within the next year so um, I don't think Feige is uh, there haven't been any surprises thrown his way just yet I mean the biggest surprise when they bought it but yeah. since then you know Comcast coming in you know started to ruffle, ruffle some feathers a little bit but so far everything's gone according to plan um, so I think he's probably, he probably understands where the timeline is at this point. I'm sure like, I'm sure he's had communication with Bob Iger, or it's not Bob Iger and Alan Horn, probably more so who's, I mean, they've probably been some sort of communication about what the plan is, uh, in terms of these Fox properties. I mean, we'll talk about on our next segment that. It sounds as if they may have plans for Galactus and Silver Surfer more so than the Fantastic Four and X Men. So, if that's the case, then they certainly are. They certainly are expecting it to come over, and they are certainly have have a plan in motion for this to happen. Um, there's a lot of there's sentiment out there that this is bad for uh, our society that we have Disney buying everything that. You know, one would even argue it's bad for this uh, this culture because now Marvel has less competition. You know, Fox, say what you want about them, but uh, 
the X-Men and especially Deadpool were competitors against the MCU. And now they're not competitors. And now the only competition is, uh, the, is Warner Brothers. And that's kind of it. I mean, it's Sony, who's like almost a partner, who they're not worried about at all. So, I mean, that that would be the other, that would be the only concern if you're, if you're worried about those kind of things. Now, I think Marvel kind of knows what they're doing. And I'm not necessarily worried about Marvel's quality dropping because there's no competition. But, uh, and also, I'm not going to be concerned about the fact that all the Marvel characters are under the Marvel umbrella. You know, while it, it does uh, hurt the idea of competition, it's not as if Marvel just bought DC. That right. would be more of a problem. Yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. I don't buy it. Like, look, there are real-life real ramifications for this beyond the superhero stuff that I that I, we all understand. We, yeah. we all get the why this could be problematic. In terms of superheroes, I do agree. This idea that, like, the, the product Marvel puts out may be watered down. Um, I would argue Fox hasn't been given the real competition for a long time. <laughs> I mean, uh, Deadpool was Deadpool has been great, yeah. but I don't think that really f- Marvel v- visualizes Deadpool as competition. I think they see it in a different right. lane. The last movie, X movie, it was trash. So they've gone. <laughs> so the last good one was Days of Future Past. What was that? 2012? No, nah, that was about long. Was That's a, so long. 2014, a, probably. Yeah. It was yeah, a while ago. Like 2014, I would say. So, like, they've gone four years. Marvel's done how many movies in those years? Five, six, seven movies? No competition, basically, from Fox. So, them buying Fox, I would say, doesn't matter. And like you said, the bigger issue would be Marvel say, no, we're just going to do the Disney, DC movies, too. That would be what we have in video gaming, where uh, Madden has no competition. Yeah, therefore, literally no competition. Therefore, sometimes, in some years, their games have been very, very much just, like, rush jobs because there's no other place making NFL games because they have the exclusive license. They're going to get the money the NFL. anyway. Yeah. yeah, and people are going to buy a football game because they want to play a football game. That's not the same thing. So, yeah, I agree. That's not um, a fair comparison. I guess if there's anything that I would be um, concerned about, I guess it would be that timeline because as we talked, kind of talked about, there is a, 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 a there is an idea that maybe they would, um, maybe not use the X Men and Fantastic Four as quickly as maybe we would anticipate. And I would wonder how they're going to implement these characters in this universe. Uh, I, I kind of stand by what I said before about the Fantastic Four. I think they're a perfect fit for Black Panther too. I, I, I just, I think that that's an obvious, easy thing to do. Um, it's kind of crazy. This is like the. 52nd year anniversary this month that Black Panther first appeared in a comic book and that was a Fantastic Four. I think that pays great homage to that history of those those characters being linked together and um, and I think that putting Doctor Doom as the villain him with his own country and then Fantastic Four with their links to him I think you can create something great with that but if Feige is still kind of waiting and kind of you know there isn't an immediate breakneck thing to say, okay, as soon as this deal is regulated, we have movies confirmed that we can get off the ground quickly. How will they implement these characters? And and, and will we see something like what they did with Spider-Man or Shamar? Will it be something where maybe we have to wait? Maybe the next X-Men movie that's in Marvel isn't five, it's like five years from now or six years from now. Um. Yeah, 
I'm not sure. That's that's another that's another good question. I mean, it's uh, it's always tough to judge. I I think I think we're it's gonna it'll be a while before. I don't think we're gonna get Fantastic Four or anything by Black Panther two. I mean, I feel like I feel like everything that they have on the slate now. Um, I don't think there are plans to include the X Men or the Fantastic Four in any of them. Anything that's that's on the anything screen. that's been announced that we know is coming out. So that's Doctor Strange two, right? Black Panther two. So you don't think any of those movies are gonna have X Men or Fantastic Four? None of them. Wow, that's my prediction. I mean, I guess technically the movies haven't been announced. Technically, yeah, yeah technically we know they're coming out. They've yeah. Yeah, they've said they will be sequels, but they haven't. They kind of right. They haven't been announced. So we don't necessarily don't know like the title or the story or anything. Right. Yeah. That's why I say I don't know if I can really even put those on slates because we don't know what. I, what I will say does, about the I don't timeline... Know, does direct Doctor Strange have a director? I would be shocked if Warren Scott Derrickson. Okay. But, I mean, if it, I mean, it's not impossible for them to move on from. But when I look at... It goes back to what I was saying originally where I was like, they probably do have two different you know, paths where, you know, now... I don't know when this is getting, getting approved. I'm sure Disney has a better idea of when this is getting approved. But if they feel like it'll happen sooner rather than later then i'm sure they probably could quickly change the story of black panther 2 to a fantastic four story just like civil war they just threw spider-man in there now it was a little different because spider-man was one character one character you know that like it wasn't in the movie that much in the grand scheme and uh, and i honestly i also wouldn't rule out giving like the fantastic four their own movie um what kind of what kind of value do you think the Fantastic Four has nowadays? Nowadays, because there was a the narrative think, that the last movie. I just feel like that's a lot of people to add into like someone else's movie. Yeah, I think that's my only thing. I mean, it, it's kind of like pick your pick your poison type. Yeah, thing. you know, if they're if they're all four of them are in Black Panther two, how does it not become Black Panther and the Fantastic Four? Right, as like you know, instead of a Black Panther movie. Yeah, you know. Because it's not just like adding Iron Man, for example. Yeah. It, like Spider Man Homecoming. You know? So it's, it, I think, I feel like it would be kind of tough to do that. So I think, I think, I wouldn't be surprised if we got their movies announced and got like a cast for their movies alongside like Doctor Strange 2, Black Panther 2, right. Spider Man 3, whatever the third one is. And what? So on. In fairness, though, they Marvel has shown. They've kind of done a mix in terms of how they've done those movies where we decide to um, bring in a new character. Because, like, right, Spider-Man was a throw-in job. But remember, Black Panther was in Civil War. He was always in Civil War. And that was supposed to be their lead-in to his movie. Um, and they did not do that with Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange, they just it dropped up. They yeah. just dropped him yeah. in. Said, Here's Doctor Strange. Yeah, Ant-Man. Ant-Man just, they dropped him in. Uh, like Shamari said, those are all one character. That's true. You know, the problem is, like, we have four people. Can you introduce all four characters in one movie? That's tough. Um, and X-Men is, like, a whole other monster with the whole mutant Yeah, the whole, whole mutant race. Yeah, where do they even show up? Yeah. I mean, where, I don't know how they're going to figure that out. Yeah. Because they've set up... And the good news is that they've kind of... And I don't know, maybe this was done on purpose, but they've kind of ran away from the Inhumans being a factor in the MCU. Obviously, they're a huge factor on agents, yeah. but mm-hmm. they like they're, they're right now. Like as, as of the way we watch movie these movie. movies, like the Inhumans don't exist. Right. So if they decided to say, "Oh, if we just forget about the Inhumans. We just think of mutants now," it would work for the movies. It would not work well for Agents of Shield. 
they don't care about they don't that. Care, yeah. That yeah. may not last past next summer. Yeah. So that is understandable. So, um, so that's they could figure it out, but it would feel random to all of a sudden be like, oh, by the way, there's mad people being persecuted, and yeah. they have powers, and we just yeah. ignore them. Another, and then Professor X is running around trying to save these people. Right. And another thing for me is I'm curious. Okay, well, first of all, I wouldn't be surprised if instead of adding the Fantastic Four in the movie, they name dropped like Reed Richards or something like that. They'd be like, oh, there's a great scientist, Reed Richards, or right. some, some something along those lines to kind of like show people, yeah, we were planning to do something with these characters. Yeah. Um, or is there but, a way where you can have only one of the Fantastic Four? You could probably get away that with that. Makes probably That's more true. sense. Where it's like, I think oh, Reed Richards. I think Reed Richards. I think Reed Richards or the Thing. You could definitely get away with being in a movie just by themselves. Yeah, and that would be the other. Or if you put Johnny Storm in Spider Man, you know, or something like that, where it's like, oh, this is all, and they allude to the Fantastic Four. You know, they have the Baxter Building or something. And so that would be right. awesome if they did Johnny Storm in Fantastic. Yeah, I mean, really. Besides, suit I think is a weird fit in a movie randomly thrown in there, but I think the other three yeah. would be great fits as a solo. He's college roommates with Captain Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> They'd just be making stuff up. But no, I mean this is this is exciting news the way we go about it. Uh, is so my last question on this before we move on. Do you guys think the X Men and Fantastic Four in particular are the? Do you think they will be introduced as? Like quote unquote origins, like they would have just started doing what they're doing, or do you think that these will be established people who have already either been heroes or at least been working toward being heroes for a long do we, time? Well, do, do we consider Spider Man? Is Spider Man the barometer? Like, is, would we consider his Civil War an origin, or he's already been Spider Man? He's already been Spider Man. I don't care. This costume yeah. is trash. Yeah, different costume. Yeah, he's yeah. already been Spider Man. I, I I think Fantastic Four will be closer to Spider Man. Okay. Um, I think, but I think they'll be newer. But I think X Men will be like I think they'll be veterans. Like the X Men, like because you can't have Professor X. I mean, I mean, you could have a new X Men team, but I feel like you can't have Professor X like, uh, young. I mean, you can be old, but if you can be like a new, like if they decided, oh, there was a bomb that dropped and everyone became mutants or half the people that became would be mutants, trash. and it was like Professor X is a new mutant, but he's bringing everybody around, he's creating the X Men, like be like, this is stupid. Yeah, you know, like I, I kind of think that unfortunately, I kind of think that's what's gonna happen. I don't know if it's gonna be a bomb, but like I think there's gonna be something that's gonna cause the X gene to be awoken in these people. So you think there will be a? You think the mutant gene will be a new development? I do. The X Men. I don't know how. I don't know how you hide. They that. can't just make up something like. I think the X Men. I think the, the, the only. X-Men I mean, to me, like thing. the only thing that only way they could fix that is if they like change Infinity or Avengers Four to somehow like that change the universe that then makes mutants. They could do that too, but I don't think. But they. Ha- but they like to me like the script would have to like they'd have to be ready for plan that. for that yeah they have to plan for that they would have to have reshot something it doesn't take massive reshoots but you'd have to like make that obvious yeah. that thanos whatever they however they fix the planet that they created mutants because of it i think it'll just be a deal where the x-men have been in the shadows mutants. where have the mutants been where have the mutants been <sighs> maybe mutants are just a thing but that we just haven't they haven't crossed paths with the avengers storylines that we've seen 
Is yeah. that impossible? I mean, it'd be it would be a little it's, weird. It's weird that like we haven't been referenced. Like, I mean, especially because Shield was such a large part of the MCU for those first three or four movies, the first phase. The idea that Shield never once mentioned, oh, by the way, there are super powered people that randomly have powers. Yeah, that they can, never asked. That could like, blow up schools or fly or, or like mutant, yeah. or like change the weather and like they never like Nick Fury didn't in passing mention these are great threats we have to take care of. They did a whole show and they never mentioned mutants like. Yeah. No, again, the show is not as big of the, but it's still part of the continuity. Right. That would just be strange. I don't know. Where do you stand on this, Shamari? Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't know how they're gonna introduce the X Men. I really hope they don't do some kind of bomb, some kind of you know, big bang like Static Shock. Yeah. <laughs> you know, fish like, oil. Yeah, fish oil. Particle like, accelerator. Exactly. You know, like none of, none of this other stuff. None of this Miracuru, you know, whatever. Like none, like, like none of this stuff where it's like random, like powers generated. Nah. Like they need have to have already been there. They have to like somehow do some kind of extra dimensional something or other, like something to just infuse like this mutant race with um, the human race. Like I feel like that's what they would have to do. Because mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to see the movie if they were if there was like. Um, if it was just some random thing that made the mutants, and it kind of wouldn't make sense because, like, isn't Charles Xavier's whole thing that he can train mutants to like control their powers? Why would he, if he's a new mutant? No pun intended. That's why would saying. he be able to yeah. train other mutant that new mutants? No like that wouldn't even make sense, right? Like, what makes him special exactly. is that he's been a mutant for forty years. The so other he's thing, getting these teenagers saying, "Hey, I know what you're going through. I can help you." The other thing is maybe like, <laughs> bless you. That more mutants are starting to develop. Maybe it was more of an underground thing. Like, there weren't that many out there. Yeah, they could probably get away with that. Like, yeah. Magneto and Charles were, like, one of the first. That kind of goes back to what I was saying, that something may happen that awakens the X-Gene in a lot of people. Possibly, yeah. And if they did that, where it was, like, it was still, like, a Big Bang type of thing, but, like, like most, there were, like, there were mutants, there were around. mutants around. It just yeah. wasn't, like, yeah. the whole planet. You know, yeah. everywhere now the X Men are really we gotta really band together. We gotta go out and recruit people. Like that would be somewhat of like a mix where I think you can probably get away with it if you did that. But I think the best way is each of these characters that we talked about. I talked about Reed Richards. I mean, you could put Storm and Black Panther That's without yeah, yeah. the X Men, and now and Black Panther. I mean, right you now you could probably put Wolverine in anything also. Yeah, 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 exactly. And Black mm-hmm. Panther is the biggest movie franchise they have right now, probably. Outside of the Avengers, right. and she put Storm in Black Panther. Now Storm is like she's gonna be an A plus type of character that they have, you know. So now if you put Storm in the X Men movie, like people are gonna be oh that's Storm from Black Panther. So they have plenty of they they have options because these characters Doctor Doom can be in anything. Magneto, like I said Wolverine, literally you probably give him his own movie if you wanted to. But I'm just very excited for this. So that's. The, there's excitement, obviously, for us on the Marvel side of things, the Disney side of things. Of course, this kind of deal leads to the obvious questions of what happens to the uh, to the Fox side of things. There are obviously uh, projects that are in development or even finished shooting or reshooting that are in place while this deal is agreed upon and could be done within the next year, um, which led to some pretty explosive rumors that were found and very, very much taken with a grain of salt, but they did cause a lot of headlines. Superhero hype 
had a form where a trusted user, whatever that means, um, but someone who's someone trusted, with a resume. who apparently has a source within Fox, uh, says that there are massive ramifications for this deal. He said that uh, this deal would mean that the New Mutants and X-Men Dark Phoenix would be scrapped, that they would be off the board if they uh, if this deal went through, which it did. So far, we've had no word of that, and there have been plenty of articles they kind of been weird articles where they've come out and said that, no, those movies aren't canceled. Though I haven't heard anything from Fox saying they aren't. It's just these things saying, well, they're shooting next month, so they can't be canceled. So I, I don't know exactly what to believe. I'm not going to jump out the window and say that this, this person just has no sources. But uh, but there were some interesting uh, uh, tidbits about um, the movies. One, that they would be canceled if this went through. The other uh, that was pretty alarming was that the test screenings for especially... Uh, New Mutants was a disaster. That these these movies look terrible, and that um and that it it, it they were as bad as Fantastic Four, is what we is what I heard. Right, and they led to these massive reshoots. <laughs> I don't buy that. Look, man, I saw those trailers, and those trailers, I I was like, I don't know if I want to see this movie. The trailer seemed interesting. I can't say it was good. It was interesting. <laughs> right, that's true. Um, uh, there was talk about X twenty three possibly being. Uh, in the movie as well, um, but apparently Disney is somehow has has gotten word or has even seen these movies is not happy with the development that these movies have taken. Look, so man, far. If, I, if I was giving you seventy one billion dollars, the least you could do is show me what movies that I'm getting <laughs> are coming out. That's true. <laughs> Give I, I, me a test screen. I'm giving seventy one billion. But so when they say Disney is unhappy, let's assuming this is true. Does that mean that like did they think Feige like went someplace was like shown, I think Feige went somewhere and saw this like yo this is trash Feige worked you? on the first of all how dare you yeah, <laughs> he, saw, he saw this he saw this first of all Fox how dare you um so you think that's what's happening here you think that there's a chance that he actually was there for this these things I think so I think I mean all these studios for the most part in Hollywood because I like was a Disney exec I mean I guess a Disney exec could say yo this is trash but like I feel like some random suit showing up to see X Men like he. He might not like it anyway. Yeah, and that be good. That, that that's the whole problem with the Warner Brothers thing. Remember, we used to hear, you know, yeah. oh, Batman v Superman got a standing ovation from the Warner Brothers execs. <laughs> <laughs> like, they don't do they really know? Yeah, they don't represent the fan base. Yeah, so um, no, I think Feige's seen this. Um, okay, I think I mean he worked on the X Men movies. That is very producer, true. So point. he probably has people at Fox that he's still has some sort of relationship with. He's probably close to, you know, uh. uh Chula Donner or whatever, but um, that's not a good sign. I mean, I'm happy that he's, that he's seen it, but it's not a good sign. Other, uh, this is all bad news, by the way. So if you're hoping for any good news from this, I have none. Throw me see Dark Phoenix. Yeah, and, uh, close your eyes. Um, so uh, plug Psylocke, yeah, plug your who was in the last movie, I didn't think that. I didn't think that. I think this was good news, EJ. I, I didn't think Olivia Munn did a particularly terrible job. I don't think they gave her much to do. So take that for what it was, but it was not a good showing for Psylocke in her first major uh, appearance, and apparently she's not in Dark Phoenix, even though they teased her doing something at the end of wherever the hell they teased her <laughs> doing at the end of Apocalypse. She's like in the shadows, looking and then running away. I'm like, okay, I guess that means we'll see her again. Um, she's not in this movie. Also, the Gambit movie is now apparently off the board. What? Um, I haven't been saying now, that for months. That movie apparently isn't happening, according to again all these rumors. Those were all the things on the Fox. Oh, other the other there's some good news. Uh, 
X-Force seems to be possibly still moving forward, but it may be rebranded to be Deadpool 3 X-Force, which I think is a stupid idea. I think it's a good idea. I do. Oh, okay, well, let's, let's talk about it then, because I think that that's ridiculous. You think it's ridiculous? I don't think you can watch. We just watched a Deadpool movie where he was with the, the whole, yeah. and the whole marketing campaign was around the X Force, and we saw what they did to them. People, and there was that rumor that that was going to be very controversial. It ended up not being very controversial. I don't think people really cared that they killed everyone. Um, it's Deadpool, but like your whole marketing it. campaign was around <laughs> X Force. You can't then do a third marketing campaign around X Force. You can't do that. I think just those, name the movie X Force. Is Deadpool going to be in it? Yeah, if they had the same, it's gonna be the same deal. But also, I kind of don't want. I kind of want X Force to be different than the Deadpool movie. Because like, I don't want Deadpool. Like to me, X Force shouldn't be a Deadpool sequel. Right, I see what you're saying. Because to me, Cable is the leader of X Force. That's not. I know that's not gonna be the case in the movies. But from anyone who follows the comic books, Cable is your de facto leader all the time of X Force. So if we're gonna do an X Force movie when Cable and Deadpool are in it. I don't need it to be called Deadpool. I guess for me, I look at it as a good idea from their perspective. <laughs> you know, that that's why I say it's a good I just idea. Think it's, I think it's going to confuse people. I think people will go see it because it's Deadpool 3. But I think people will be like, weren't they just talking about this X-Force thing the last time? Like, what, if you call it different? X-Force, I mean, people will go see it if Deadpool's in it and you call it X-Force. I don't think that's a huge problem, but people will feel more obliged to see it if it's Deadpool 3 X-Force. That if it's just X Force, that sounds that's like right. that sounds like what the suits are saying. That's true. Yeah, maybe that like that's the corporate Kendall. Out. <laughs> <laughs> I just think from a market. I mean, I get it from just oh, we let's just get as much money as we can. But I think from what you from like marketing continuity, it just makes no sense. Uh, but I don't know where you stand on this, yeah. Um, I mean, getting back to some of the other news. Before I jump into this X Force uh, debate. Um, I don't know, man. I mean, if they're if the movies are bad, I don't want to see them. So you're you know, okay. That's... You're okay if these movies are bad that they're getting axed. Yes, I'm totally fine with that. I mean, what they did with the with these with these younger X Men, I didn't, none of us liked where they were going with Apoc- when when Apocalypse ended. You know, um, I liked the Professor X and Magneto, but everyone else, <laughs> right. goodbye. I'm not gonna miss them. You know, and that includes Jennifer Lawrence, unfortunately. Um, so yeah, I, I do not mind. I mean, I have no problem with them starting from scratch. Hey, is there any chance we're gonna get like a a kind a, a Kimber cut if they if they? Uh, that, I think they, they reference they that in the in, in the. Did they say that? They I don't say know. that there's a chance this movie might get released. Just won't. They get would released have in to, theaters. right? It's, it's yeah, a it's lot really of money. Just Netflix or something. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's not Fox's money anymore. I mean, it would be Fox's money that they just lit on fire. Yeah. They're getting seventy-one billion dollars. So I guess that's They're okay. Not yet. But. I, I mean, I think for those actors saying the directors say like they would deserve at least a directed DVD. Yeah, we deserve to see this movie. Yeah, um, I would watch it. Would you? It, yeah, if you heard it was garbage. If you heard Dark Phoenix, I've watched like, garbage before. You didn't see Fantastic Four. I saw the first yeah. half. It took you like a year to see it. Though. <laughs> I know. I was, I was stuck on a plane. <laughs> I had very limited options. I was like, I guess this is my time to see it. It, took, it, other, I mean, it literally I, took me I've like other garbage, a year though. to see Amazing Spider-Man too. Like yeah, yeah, I still yeah, haven't seen it. Amazing Spider-Man. Like, I, saw, <laughs> I saw the end of Amazing Spider-Man. For me, I like, see, if, I just th- I just started the third act. I'm like, this looks terrible. If there's an awful superhero movie that I know has no future, a lot of times I'm like, I don't need to see this. Now, Dark Phoenix. But now that I'm doing this podcast and stuff, I would still see it. That's true. I yeah, we would watch it just for period. it. That's yeah. True. But you wouldn't want to. 
you would have no interest. I would be interested. You, you feel X- like no, I love the X Men. Yeah, that's true. Like for me, like X Men, like I'd have to see it, even if it's the yeah. horror. I mean, but, I mean, Spider Man. I, mean, I was up like, up I don't my favorite. See. They grew up my favorite superheroes, so I, I would, ha- I, I would absolutely watch it. It, just, it might just be trash. It could yeah. very well be hot trash. I don't. Know. So you, so Sharon doesn't want to see it. I'm for you. You don't want to see it if it's trash. If it's like Fantastic Four bad, I mean, I'll watch it, but I, I mean, no interest really, because I know they're not making another one. I mean, if they release it, I'd watch it. But I'm not like. But to me, this also because I like I like Ty Sheridan and I like that cast. Well, I mean, it's, it's like different than I Snyder mean, the Snyder cut like controversy because like they actually gave me a Justice League movie, so I watched something that was like, okay. That was not yeah, that good. I, was like, I don't want to see more. Of this. I was like, yeah, I was like, I don't have to see more of this. Like, I right. I don't think that whatever he did is that much better than what is here. Somebody I forgot. Somebody this is different. Like, I didn't get this. I've never seen a Dark died. Phoenix. <laughs> I, read, I don't know if you guys read that somewhere. I think somebody was like one of these actors or something, or somebody was like the Snyder Cut is like nobody wants to see that. Like it's worse than like an actor said it, or I I, I want to say it was an actor on Justice League. Maybe that that seems a little harsh. Yeah, that'd be yeah, crazy. That'd be, uh, somebody that was on the movie, but like, it was trash. That'd be pretty insane. But I had read that somewhere where somebody was commenting on the Snyder Cut. So either either they said it I doesn't heard, exist. I or, heard that too. Yeah. How many people? I, don't think I didn't hear it was. How many? Momoa said it's better. So take that. That came out seven hours ago. Really? Oh, that's brand new. Breaking Kendall. Scoop. Scoop Stewart. Yeah, Momoa said Scoop that Kendall. It's better. Uh, but I have heard someone else say that it was like whack. How many people? Because there is a faction out there that are still fighting for Zack Snyder. It was crazy. You ever go on Twitter? Some part of me wonders these are bots. I'm not even gonna front. But nah, I think those, those are real people. Okay, so let's assume they are real people. How many? <laughs> how many people are there that are like that? That that are fighting for Snyder that still want to see this Snyder cut like. Because I'm trying to think of, like, is there any... I know I'm jumping subjects, but is there any value to Warner Bros. saying, no, let's just drop it. Like, we can make money off this. Make people buy it. Yeah. Like, is there, like... Is it a million people? No. Is it... No, it's not a million. Okay, so... Probably a hundred thousand. Is it 500,000? Even that's a lot. That's a lot of people. I'm thinking... Because it's... A hundred thousand? Then... Because to me, if it's only a hundred thousand, then it's not worth it. if we're talking about worldwide, maybe it's more than a hundred thousand? Yeah, worldwide, maybe. Like but what does like, a good domestically? DVD, what does a good DVD sale do? Now, like I would not yeah, even I know. know. Yeah, yeah. Like I is a hundred thousand DVD <laughs> sold a good? Is that a good sale? Would I, you get those even for the people that want to see it? Would they buy it? That's the other question. These, I mean, I would say yes. Cause these, I mean, if, if you've seen these people on Twitter, these people are rabid. So I would say yes. Because that's uh, like, would we be part of that group? That's the question. Yeah, I buy, buy it. Yeah, I buy it. That's I, crazy. I, don't, I mean, you I would not would, buy not with my own. Money. I don't really want to watch it, but but again, but because I do this podcast, I would buy it. I mean, I'd buy it to see it. I don't really. <laughs> my thing is, I don't need to see this. Like, I hope it doesn't get released because I, I I don't care. But if it did, and like there was a different version of Justice League, I'd be like, whatever. I could kill two hours with knowing him. It'd probably be three hours of my time <laughs> to watch this thing, and I'd hope that it was not as painful as uh, you know squinting through Justice League. Um, were there any other Kendall? You you were very in on this story. Right. Uh, were there any other notes from well, it that you? Kendall, from my first, one, we never chimed in on whether you said you would get to. it, You never got to it. Do you think that yeah, X Force yeah, Three? Like do you think that Deadpool Three X Force would be a good idea? No. Thank you. I, I prefer Tron, to have an X Force. Tron three. continues to be the reason. The, the, the voice of reason. <laughs> the show. The tiebreaker. Uh, I mean, do you guys want both? That's the question. Do I want what? What like, Deadpool three and because if Deadpool three is if Deadpool three is X Force, would you is, just want it to be called X Force? 
Because that's where I think this if is. If that's it. the case, I think I'd, be, I'd be kind of frustrated if that's what yeah, Deadpool Because I don't think is. we're getting that's a Deadpool 3. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think there's another Deadpool movie out there to be made next to X Force. I think their plan is to do another X Force Deadpool story. But I think that's I why think it's that, called X Force. I, I think it, I think it shortchanges the team if you do that. Yeah, because I, I mean, Deadpool's become a. I'm such not a not mega saying, star. And, and, but like, and you I'm put him in I'm, anything. We're doing the, We're doing this show. And I'm looking at the Guardians of the Galaxy right now, and like, if they would have called that movie Star Lord and the Guardians of the Galaxy, I think it'd be. We look at this and be like, why did they do that? Rocket's great. Like it would be weird. Like it'd feel like Chris Pratt like strong on Marvel to well, do something like that. Like it wouldn't make but sense. But like Star Lord wasn't like a pre existing super mega superstar. Sure. Like if that'd be like if they did like like they put Iron Man in Guardians of the Galaxy and call it Iron Man Four Guardians of the Galaxy, we'd be like, Oh. I mean no, I mean that'd they, be trash. I, I mean they kinda that. did it with I mean they called Captain America Civil War, Captain America Civil War. And nobody complained. They mean like they made Civil War a Captain America movie. Yeah, but that's different. Is it? Yeah, I mean, Civil different. War. No, because Civil War isn't a team. Civil War I mean, is not like, a team. It's a concept. Yeah. But and, like and, that and concept, Captain America isn't a complete like clown. <laughs> right. right. I, feel, I feel America. like that's the biggest that's difference, honestly. It's like if they called. I mean, I don't know. I was gonna say like Justice League Flashpoint, but like that's a little. That's like backwards. That was a team right. that they didn't really was a, just a Flash story that they did for the DVD. Um, but yeah, but I think that like I think like the team could be really great. I think they'd be short changing how great this new team could be, including Ryan Reynolds, if you just named it Deadpool and his amazing friends. Like that's that's I don't know that's whack to me. It should be just X Force. Agreed. <laughs> but it, was there any was there anything quickly Kendall on this before we uh, moved on? Uh, there were a lot of notes in here. Apparently, about this, the, the the Marvel the the stuff about Galactus and Silver Surfer was yeah yeah Yeah, apparently um kevin feige is taking priority with uh galactus and silver surfer over the fantastic four and x-men which it's not it's surprising but i feel like we all as fans assumed that it would be x-men and fantastic four like that'd be like if you know if you're like a sports fan and you have like a team and you're like Oh, you think that the the best player or the player that the team values most is the star player, but no, they actually value like this guy, uh, this guy who they feel is more important. You know, it's not Tom Brady. Like Bill Belichick said, oh, Tom Brady's not the main part of the Patriots. It was, it was Randy Moss or somebody else on the side it was Wes Welker um, or Robert Gronkowski, someone that's not the quarterback. I look at this and I say, look, we all from the outside think that the Fantastic Four and the X Men is what Kevin Feige wants to use, but where does that? Where do they even fit? I mean, we're talking about how none of this yeah. makes any sense how they work. Silver Surfer and Galactus are seamless fits in the MCU right now, especially where we've heard that they want to go more cosmic uh, in Phase Four. James Gunn messed all that up <laughs> with his own his old stuff, but um, that still seems to be the plan. Then, if that still seems to be the plan, then Silver Surfer and Galactus make a lot of sense. They also said that the Eternals movie will. That they that Marvel's developing will be a way a big part of that movie will be introducing the the mutants. So take I, that for what it's worth as well. And like I don't know, we let's see. I'll jump in and Shamari. What do you think of that? Um. Well, of course, I'm glad that Silver Surfer and Galactus um, are going to be big parts in the upcoming these upcoming yeah. movies. Um, I think that 
Well, Silver Surfer especially. And I didn't hate the Silver Surfer in the Fantastic Four sequel. Um, but uh, I'm looking forward to Galactus, but I feel like Galactus is tricky because he's a giant planet eater. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean that's about as tricky as it gets. But I will say, if you're doing an Avengers movie, I mean, how do you follow Thanos? There's no one you can follow him with that they have currently. Yeah, it has like if you want to do something more dangerous than Thanos, Galactus. The, is the only two thing. other people would be him and Kang, and both them were were with Fox. Kang were with Fox, right? Yeah. So. so and yeah, then, I mean, you have a point. And those their brands haven't been tainted. As much as I mean, the X Men brand is still fine. I don't think it's tainted, but on the from the casual fans' perspective, haven't been tainted like the X Men Fantastic Four. Yeah, no one remembers that Galactus. No one and remembers Surfer those two characters. No one, yeah, no one. You know, like Silver Surfer, people know him. You know, some people remember that movie, but people won't associate that character with failure, with yeah, reboot, all. with oh, this is totally different. You know, th- that'll be completely fresh to and to a lot of people that now these Marvel movies are super mainstream not like they were back then so uh when i look at that and when i look at those those characters the fantastic four and the x-men we look at them we may say especially fantastic four eh, those brands are a little messed up right now so that's kind of the question if you're kevin feige is which do you want to prioritize is the ones that aren't tainted or the ones that are and super scroll another character that they're getting getting as well Super Scrolls, some of that. Yeah, especially with uh, the stuff they're doing with the scrolls, it seems like they're definitely looking to um, use them moving forward. Um, this is very random, but my, my secret invasion thing still is not. It, it was not proven to be true at the end of Infinity War, so it was very sad for me. Um, do we think that that's still an angle they may go at some point? Absolutely. Still? Yeah, absolutely. They, I, I don't think they want to play that card until after Captain Marvel. Right. Like they won't even yeah, tease I it. Think you're right too. Like, it might be I. We might get that tease in Avengers Four, which would make probably more that'll sense. Yo, that'd be crazy. <laughs> people won't understand it if you do it before that. Yeah, and I think that would be a good setup because you would have seen Captain Marvel. No, that oh, there are see Captain Marvel assumingly save the world, and, and, and it'll and be, and good. be like, yo, her her rivals are back. Right. Like, yeah, and it'll be a good setup because you're you're leading into another phase of movies where you don't know if the main character of this movie is even real, really him. That could be really, you know, that could be so good. Yeah. That could be, I think that would be the closest thing we've seen since uh, Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier was the same way where it was like, you know, who was Hydra, who wasn't. And and that paranoia that you had through that movie. um, And like, like if we didn't. Drastic change in how like everything just got, like your whole the whole foundation of what Marvel was at that point just got ripped from yeah. you. You could do the same kind of thing with uh with uh, Infinity War. Yeah, I mean, that, I mean, excuse me, with uh, Secret Avengers. If if it weren't for like comics and us knowing these characters, like they could they could make that like an all time great movie twist. Like absolutely, they, that could be like a Vader type thing where it's like, yo, Iron Man this whole time has been an alien. Yeah, and like that would be crazy. All right, when did he, when like how long has he been alien? Yeah, and then we have to ask the question: When did he get switched? You know, like, I mean, that would be crazy. Yeah, but you know, we're kind of expecting it. EJ is certainly expecting it. I'm so. waiting. For it. I'm a little sad <laughs> yeah. we didn't get it for for Avengers four. Um, but I mean, what we got was still awesome. So I'm totally fine with trying to see them figure out how to stop Thanos. It's just another reason to uh, uh, to want this uh, all this stuff with Dark Phoenix. You know, just can it. 
Yeah, just go just in. Destroy, go destroy, in. destroy just it all. Be gone. Just Does all this the mean we're, scrolls, they're going to reboot it? Is this confirmation that we won't get another McAvoy, another Fastbender? I'm holding... I, I, to be honest, I'm holding out hope that this... Not hope, but I'm withholding judgment that this is even real. But assuming this is real. Same. That, does this mean that we won't see Fast... Because we were talking about they might just bring them over. Right. I mean, I would say probably not. I also wouldn't be... Do you think it's that crazy for them to say, all right, all you guys are fired except for Fastbender we'll, we'll and pick and McAvoy. choose, yeah. I, I would prefer to see I don't that, think it's. Honestly. I don't think it's that crazy. Especially given their ages. But I don't know. Uh, what do you think, Sham? It's definitely weird. But I think they, they, they can get away with it. they're going to do it with Ryan Reynolds. Because I'd be me, shocked if they didn't do it Because to me, Professor X and like, Magneto are who they are. Like They don't change that much based on like on someone else's version of telling the story. So mm-hmm. if they just were in a different continuity... But they were playing those characters, and you just got rid of everyone else. I think they could do it. It'd be really weird for me. Okay, I'm not gonna lie. It'd be really weird <laughs> just seeing them basically with whole other all these other people, <laughs> none a completely different team. None of the people that they were dealing with before. Now, if, different Mystique, different Beast. Yeah. <laughs> is there a chance? Or no beast. Is yeah. there a chance where they take the same actors, same cast, but? None of the stories we saw were canon. Nah, that's that would be weird for me too. That's probably even weird. That'd be weird for me too. Just like, say like oh, still playing Professor Mystique's X. not what you call but, sister. Forget all that. Yeah, yeah, you can't do all that. <laughs> Either way, it's just weird. I Although like I don't keeping think keeping the actors. Mystique. Yeah, yeah. I feel like keeping the actors is just weird. Like keeping those, especially keeping those two actors and dumping everybody else. Yeah. I think they they yeah. I agree. Deadpool can't be recasted though. I feel like no. No. They won't recast yeah, that. They're not gonna recast Deadpool. But isn't that the same kind of deal? I think. And I think this kind of alluded to it that Deadpool will be kind of its own, yeah, in its own world, which I think is fine. It's operating like that now. Yeah. So I think that you could still you could you could continue that Deadpool story, which is not really much of a story. But yeah. like you could continue the whatever we've seen his yeah. relationship with classes and stuff. You could do that, and I don't think it'd be an issue. Right. Um, let's quickly move through the rest of these stories for this week. So. Um, we got word. There's been little, very little word about what the Batman is going to look like. There's a lot of questions about um, who is the Batman. Still, uh, we don't quite know, which is still astonishing at this point. But we got a little bit of details coming out uh, about what the story may resemble. So um, we know that he's met with Jake Gyllenhaal. That's talking about uh, Matt Reeves to be the Dark Knight. He, of course, now is not doing that. He's doing Spider-Man: Homecoming. I mean, yeah, Spider-Man: Far From Home. And uh, apparently he's also met with Jake, uh, Jake Houston to also possibly play uh, Batman. So you think, okay, well, what's the deal with this? Apparently Revenge of the Fans is saying that um, the script that Reeves has con- 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 you know, comp- comprised is very uh, influenced and takes a lot of inspiration from Batman Year One. If you don't remember Batman Year One, that's the story of Batman, very uh, green his first year as Batman, the story is told mostly from the perspective of Jim Gordon as a lieutenant in the police department, where there's massive crime, massive corruption, uh, and Bruce kind of really for, for like really kind of figuring out the like the like the how the depths of how bad Gotham is as a city in terms of this corruption. Um, the year one model was kind of the influence also for the show Gotham. If you watch Gotham, Shamari. You're big into the Batman comics, of course. Year one, you know a lot about. Do you think that this is a good avenue for Reeves to go for a Batman movie? Uh, no, I do not. 
Really? So I trust okay. Matt Reeves a lot. I think he's a very, very talented director. Um, yeah, I don't think this makes any sense, to be totally honest with you. I mean, like you said, the year one storyline was very Gordon-centered. Um, I mean, which this movie could be Gordon Center too, I guess. You know, if, if, I mean, if they wanted to do that, have, make it be half Batman, half Gordon, which I felt like Year One was. J.K. Simmons, man, um, you know, a gold mine. <laughs> use that, that use that Marvel de aging technology. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> but um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know, I don't know how I feel about this. Um, them doing doing Year One. I mean. I think it's just I think it's just this whole DC thing, where they have this old Batman, and then they're dumping the old Batman, and now we're getting a young Batman, but we're also getting Nightwing, and Batgirl, <laughs> and it's like it, like I, I feel like they should do something in, in between. Apparently, uh, with gonna... Batgirl, Kristen Stewart is like the favorite right now, which is weird. But well, I don't, I don't know. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't um, know that movie was still coming out. Wow, that's weird. I mean, uh, I guess in theory it makes sense. I mean, Kristen Stewart's also going to be in the, uh, whatchamacallit, the uh, Charlie's Angels reboot. Yeah, she is. Yes, she is. So she's doing a lot of stuff now, apparently. But, um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't feel good about this year one, this year one uh, thing. That's that's too, like, I know, I feel like if they're going to go young Batman, all right, but I feel like that's too young. That's like when he's not yeah, even Batman. Yeah, it's yet. like a, this is like mid thirty, mid twenties. Yeah, that's like super young. Early thirties Batman. 30s Batman yeah. That's like can, Batman can Ben Affleck Batman. do year one? <laughs> Definitely not. Affleck's like I need the money. They need the mar- the Marvel CGI to do the, the yeah. younger the younger Affleck like they did with the younger Michael Douglas and young uh, Michelle Pfeiffer. Uh, Kendall, are you down with the a year one inspired inspired story by Matt Reeves' first Batman? It'll also include a uh, young Harvey Dent as well. I don't know if I want to see Harvey Dent only because we've already seen him. And you're not gonna top the Dark Knight, so what's the point? <laughs> you're not gonna top the Harvey Dent from Gotham. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. The who? <laughs> yeah, it took me a while to think. I was like, "What did he look like?" Ages. That guy just disappeared from the show. Yeah. Yeah, they wrote him off. What the was show. that about? Why didn't just recast him? If they didn't. Yeah, they're not afraid to recast Poison Ivy four times. So <laughs> why not? <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, why not? I mean, we can see another uh, another origin, Batman origin story. Uh, not necessarily origin, but like young Batman and Gotham. Who I mean, I guess right now it seems like the Penguin still is a plan to be the villain. I guess that would, yeah, could kind of make sense. Um, I don't want to see a, a rookie Batman fighting like you know Clayface or Bane or somebody or somebody that's a little little more like you know powerful or you know it would make more sense if we're going more into that underground mob kind of territory yeah. with penguin if mm-hmm. you're going year one so i i mean i think that could work um i'm not i don't again i'm not super excited to see harvey dent but i feel like if you put him in there that means you have to do two-face which i don't want to see we've already seen two two-faces to count Tommy lee jones as well that's yeah i think Har- like harvey dent's a weird character to put in like a movie any movie because it's like he's like a ticking time bomb like Mm-hmm. Like he's he's almost like a distraction because you're always just waiting for, all right, when's he gonna be Two Face? Like it's just Billy D. Williams used to play Two Face. People forget he was Harvey Dent. Oh, he wasn't Two Face. He was Two Face, but he was Harvey Dent. <laughs> Batman, <laughs> yeah. uh, Tim Burton movie. Before he's Lando. Um, or after he's Lando. It's funny, Shamar. You made a good point. I didn't think about what year one looks in the landscape of having a Batgirl and a Nightwing 
<laughs> yeah, I didn't even think about like, that. Yeah, that's crazy. That's very strange. Like, it doesn't make any sense. And I know, look, we're now, we're no longer in DCEU. We're in the, what is it, Worlds of Worlds DC? Worlds of DC, yeah. I mean, it, it's becoming more and more clear to me that this is a standalone Batman movie. This has nothing to do with any other continuity. There might not be another. There might not be a continuity to be, yeah, to have. Like it might not. They're not that. There might not be a continuity. Uh, we we have a story coming up about, um, the future. Some other, uh, ideas that DC may have planted when they were the DCEU that Hamada is now doing away with, that suggests that there's a more focus on singular stories and like less a focus on like continuing anything that was done before. We see that with Wonder Woman 84, which is again shockingly not a sequel. I'm still trying to understand and get more information on what that means cuz I don't I don't know what that means. I don't quite get that. I I I I I applaud DC for doing what they want to do, but this for doing this idea, I, I thought it was a good idea to do the multiple universes to tell different stories so there are many different universes in dc and to pigeonhole people didn't make sense but batman is so central to the dc universe that if he's so different than everyone else and doesn't make any continuity sense with like other movies that are bat movies like if you didn't have bat like nightwing and batgirl and i didn't have to worry about Whatever, like, you know, if, if it's Houston that's Batman, like, what his connection is to Dick and Barbara. And, like, like if that wasn't happening, then maybe I would I'd be like, fine. Like, whatever. This is a yeah. different it's movie a different universe, universe, whatever. Yeah. But when you're, you're to me, when you do Deathwing and Batgirl, you're creating a Bat universe. Yeah. And it kind of to kind of, like, then go, oh, but the Batman in this universe that you're creating yeah. is just totally different. Yeah, people are going to be like, oh, but where's that Bat? Especially if the movie's good. People are going to oh, I want to see that Batman with that Nightwing. Because you and assume like, that Bruce and, I mean, Dick and Barbara are going to reference their tutelage on the Batman exactly. a lot. Yeah. It's part of their characters. Are they going to be talking about the just Matt Reeves Batman? I can tell is you. Is going to be a uh, random Batman that we don't know about? Like I can tell you what Grayson's going to say. F Batman. Let's <laughs> <laughs> hope he doesn't. Let's hope he does not say that. Uh, that that just seems. We need to get a uh, we need to get the soundboard and just have that that line. I know we do. <laughs> Batman. Um, bleep it out though. This would be, this would be I, a, a not not safe for work. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> for <a> podcast. <laughs> the explicit lyrics on, on iTunes. Um, I don't know. I think that's. I think that'd be weird. Just on that face, in terms of doing a year one. I think that that is the right mindset. I think, I think Batman is really good when. It's dealing with like corruption in Gotham. I think some of the better movies, I'd argue the best movies that Batman has done, has dealt with that avenue. Um, it's a big part of Dark Knight. It's a big part of Dark- Batman Begins. Penguin becomes the mayor. Like, like when he's dealing with that kind of like struggle, and like the city being also being against him, not just like the criminals, because like the criminals are the city. Like, that adds a different element to it that and a real element to it that I think that regular folks like us can relate to. I love those stories. And I think that that's a really good route to go. My only concern is if we're trying to make Batman the same age as Nightwing, that just seems weird. And, I, again, this... I don't... I, like, is there going to be a third, a second Batman? And it, they might be. Could be. There's two Jokers. There very well could be a second Batman who is the Batman for the Barbara... And Dick movies, Justice League, like you yeah. know, or Justice or another Justice League, they could be a whole different Batman. But 
This is where if, I go if back to what I say. DC needs a little more communication on what exactly is going. If Affleck that guy, maybe they keep Affleck around, but just not doing your own movie. But you can still cameo as Bruce Wayne, like you did in Suicide Squad, or uh, cameo in Nightwing, cameo in Batgirl, right? And you can still be our Justice League Batman. I don't know if I want to see that, but I also don't want to see a third Batman. That would be way too confusing. I don't want to have to know, like, oh, we're recasting Batman, and we're also going to cast a young Batman. Uh, but, by the way, we also have those Justice League movies and Batman v Superman movies that are out where it's Ben Affleck. That would just be way too confusing. And you're asking me, yeah. wait, so who's the same guy? One of these guys, one of these two guys is the same guy? <laughs> or two of these yeah. three guys is the same guy? And it's, I don't know. Yeah, it's just confusing. So I, I I feel like they should not go for a year one Batman, um, not if they're making other Bat movies, especially, you know. Which I guess we don't even know if that's the case yet. We don't know anything. Yeah, what if we don't know if they're making another <laughs> Justice League. I mean, you, I think they would hope to. Yeah, I mean, again, I guess we're gonna get to it right now. But Hamada is already canning certain angles to that. So let's talk about that now. Uh, there's a rumor out there as well, also from uh, from uh, Revenge of the Fans, that Hamada has canned the idea of the Legion of Doom in the iteration that was being set up by Zack Snyder and Josh Whedon. I don't know who did that last scene. Uh, doesn't really matter. Doesn't really matter. Whoever was doing that, <laughs> that idea has been nixed. The uh, the well, who's who played uh, Lex Luthor? Jesse Eisenberg, yeah. Jesse Eisenberg and Luthor pairing up with Magniello's Deathstroke to start the Legion of Doom thing. What's the name? Hamada's not having that. He's, of course, the new president of um, of Warner Brothers' DC division. Instead, Hamada wants all these different movies to be really singularly focused on just um, their singular characters. Do you, Are you guys, I go to Kendall, are you disappointed that Legion of Doom is no more for now? I mean, disappointed, I think, is a strong word. Uh, I don't think I'd be disappointed by anything about these movies. I just don't care, though. But, um, I mean, I guess I'd be disappointed if they said we're never making another DC movie again. <laughs> That's about it. That's only thing that disappoint me. But uh, I've been way too disappointed at this point. But uh, is it, like, I mean, is it surprising? I don't think it's surprising. Um I don't know when Justice League 2 is coming out. Uh, I think that may be a while from now. But uh, I don't know. That, like, the vision that Walter Amada has compared to the Zack Snyder vision and the Jeff Johns vision, it's clearly is totally different. So I feel like the direction they were going with Darkseid and the Injustice League, all that stuff, you can't really... You can't really consider that stuff canon anymore. So I mean, it's canon, but they're not going to reference that kind of stuff mm-hmm. whenever they, whenever we see it in the future. So I wouldn't say I'm disappointed, but uh, I'm also not surprised. Uh, I just I want to know where they're going next if they're going somewhere next. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I can't really say I'm disappointed either. I mean, I didn't like Lex Luthor, so I'm not disappointed about that. <laughs> you weren't he, that excited. Yeah, yeah I, I didn't like Lex, Lex Luthor. <laughs> you know, like, he was my least favorite part of Justice League. So I'm not disappointed about that. And, um, I mean, 
Magnello, I mean, he seemed like he was going to be a good Deathstroke. And then he said that he he said that we're going to get a we're still getting a Deathstroke movie. I think he said that recently, which I feel like he probably hasn't talked to Amada yet. Yeah, Why do people? Talk? <laughs> he's like he's that yeah, free yeah. agent that's, that's like I'm I'm, I'm yeah, coming back. Yeah, I'm coming back. They, yeah, they said they're gonna resign me. And like happen. the GM's like we haven't talked to the guy. Yeah, yeah the GM yeah. has moved on already. They probably asked about it. They're like, yeah, we'll talk about that later. Why do these movie companies think that we want to see villains as heroes? I don't know. Yeah, Magnell said a couple of days ago it's still think... in the works. There you go. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that can mean a lot of things. It's okay. <laughs> um, I mean, I think I think some of that comes from this whole the popularity of. I mean, if I'm being totally honest, the popularity of uh, um, the Dark Knight and what's what's his name? Um, why am I forgetting? But even Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger. But even that was a Batman movie. Right. He but drives. Heath, the Heath movie. Ledger literally stole. He stole that. He made that. Right. Of course. So I, I feel the like the, the fact movie, that I feel like the fact that. Um, you know, he became such like a, an icon. Yeah, almost from that. I feel like that's kind of where it started. Um, so I, I feel like that's kind of the source of that. Um, and Suicide Squad just kind of that movie was a financial success, and the advertise then the the advertising for that movie was so successful and and it worked so well. I think they're just like, yeah, we're just gonna run with this. And just make villain movies. Yeah, because I, I that that's something I don't get. I, I've never been that crazy about that. Like I'm like, why why do I want to see a story centered around a bad person? <laughs> I don't. Magnell said that he can't say too much, but that he was at Comic Con. He said all he could say is that it's in the works. Basically, long story short. I mean, that can mean a lot of things. Yeah, that can mean he said that they wanted to happen. They, can, I don't know who they is, but yeah. he said they wanted to happen. They I mean, want to see the character. Man, that, yeah, hey, who's they? Is that his brother? <laughs> I know, right? Is that, is that his, his 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 uncle? You know, I mean, and that can, it's in the works. That can mean a lot of things. That can mean, oh yeah, we're working on it. We're doing stuff. We're making deals. And yeah. Then, and then Deathstroke becomes, you know, some other movie. Yeah. Then he's a part of Suicide Squad too. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. You know, that can mean a lot of things. It's in the works. Is very vague. Very non. Very non-committal. Yeah, non-committal. Like, yeah. That's that's you could say that's anybody, just to get him to shut up. Yeah, I mean. This Legion of Doom, Injustice League, whatever they were gonna be. I mean, was it gonna be its own movie? No, I think no. they were gonna be it, it, the villains, a, the villains yeah. of another movie. All right, Maybe the sense. next Justice League or something. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it's enough for me to really go crazy about that. They're not. That's not happening. I felt like, ironically, I thought it was like a pretty dope at the credit scene, very well shot, very well directed. Kind of came out of nowhere. That, yeah, it came out of nowhere because we all thought like Magnello was fired. <laughs> so seeing him in a Deathstroke costume yeah. with the eye patch and stuff was like, yo, it was kind of crazy. And and then like like it seemed like Eisenberg was more of the Lex Luthor we're accustomed to seeing, or at least the Lex Luthor we saw in the uh, Christopher Reeve Superman movies, uh, played by Gene Hackman. So that Lex Luthor played by Gene Hackman. So so that was something to be intrigued by. But am I gonna like lose my mind that that's not happening? No. Um, what's interesting though, you don't mention Jeff Johns before. I think that this shows obviously, like, someone first, like Zack Snyder and Johns. Really, Johns more I wanted to focus on particularly because he, I think, he drove that idea in my opinion. The idea of like a like comic book writer driving a movie company and a, a movie executive driving a movie company because like a comic book guy, like that probably made a lot of sense to do what he did. 
but a movie like a movie executive who sees like their flaws and sees what we all see which is like this like this like very unorganized way of trying to connect people by just throwing them randomly in places saw that and saw this effort of them trying to connect the entire universe and said just be done with it you guys can't like we are too focused on that that we're not making good movies and he's looking at it from that way so he's like i don't care about the continuity they be the end with it i want to see production uh that's that's well done so I, I just think that that shows a contrast in style to me obviously that like someone like john's could be for that and the people in the past who were more comic book people before that kind of idea whereas like kamada who has like far as i'm concerned i don't think he has like almost any comic book background really he's like looking from a movie standpoint being like that get that out of there we don't need this this doesn't make any sense let's just we like when are these people going to show up when would they be used it didn't. It really didn't make sense when they, you did it, I mean, because uh, you would think that a Justice League movie, a sequel, would take at least three or four, five years for it right. to come out. So you yeah. tease something five years from now. What's like Luthor going to do the next Man of Steel movie? Is he just not around? Is he hanging out with? <laughs> is he still hanging out with Deathstroke? Like, it, it it was great. It was a great fanboy sweaty moment. But from a movie executive standpoint, I can see why him him saying like, "We don't need that. Get that out of there." So I thought that was the interesting note from that. Uh, we did get the Iron Fist trailer, guys, this week. It was kind of similar to the last one. And they combined the last one with it, which was weird, too, I think. Right? Or am I wrong? No, you might have just watched the... F- oh, like, I kept yeah. watching... The clip I kept watching was, like, them together. Yeah. I didn't get why yeah, they A lot of times these trailer... Yeah, they show the new trailer, and then they show the old yeah, why trailer. why are you doing that? Yeah. I don't know why... You gotta watch the Netflix Yeah, you official. gotta watch the Netflix That's probably why I didn't one. see yeah. it. Uh, but, the, so the new trailer came out. It's kind of similar to the old one where, like, it's kind of just a scene with, like, you know... You know, this time it wasn't like Danny's uh, narration. It was him having a, like, like uh, Colleen kind of asking him, are you okay? And then him kind of flashing back to these tr- trials he had against Davos for the Iron, I'm assuming for the Iron Fist in Kunlun, where we see him with the actual Iron Fist mask, uh, but in like a regular like gi that you would see like a karate person wear. Uh, but not much after that. I don't really quite understand what the deal is with the Iron Fist marketing campaign. Not drawing up any hype. Is less <laughs> is is less is more the right way to go, Sham, for this? Because it really wasn't much else to say other than we saw him in a mask. That's what the Iron Fist wears, fighting Davos, and walking down the streets of New York. That's kind of all that happened. Uh, I don't know what to make of this. Um. It's definitely not working in terms of building hype or building I kind of agree. Of excitement. Um, I'm still hyped for Iron Fist. <laughs> uh, this hasn't changed how I felt at all. But I, just talking about just in general and getting people excited for it, it's not working. I think what they're doing is not working. Um, though I think showing the mass definitely that was a great move. Was a good move. Yeah. You know that's something to get people excited. Though I didn't, I didn't think the mask looked particularly great. I agree. Um, I don't think I think that that's not going to be like if he uh, actually wears yeah. a mask, it's not going to look like that. Oh really? Yeah, I think it's going to look better. It's going to look more high tech or whatever. Okay. Like uh, I'm trying to think of like an example. <laughs> um, like I said, I said because I agree. I mean that was my biggest gripe with the thing. I said it's got to look closer to Daredevil, like his entire costume. Like it can't be the same exact thing. It can't be, you know. Just right over his head. Or I think it's like, like that. that's like an Easter egg, and then he'll have something that looks similar to that, but that looks way better. Yeah. Whenever he actually gets a costume, that um, better be the case. That thing was just a piece yeah. of cloth that they just wrote <laughs> yeah, eyes yeah, on. Exactly. You know? 
but that's kind of <laughs> what it is in the comics. Right. Yeah, it's what it know? is in the comics. Which is why I'm I'm, I'm worried. <laughs> you know, I'm worried that's just what he's gonna wear. Yeah, they might just be like, oh, this is what the fans want, right? <laughs> they want him to wear this cloth. So yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. I didn't. Um, I mean, it's not a particularly great trailer. I'm glad there's more fights. I'm glad they're showing some flashbacks to some stuff with Davos. I'm glad Davos is still, you know, involved. Um, we haven't seen anything about any kind of Meacham anything. No Meacham, no Typhoon Mary. Nothing. Rushford. Yeah, no ty- Yeah, not no Typhoid Mary. Typhoid yeah, Mary. Typhoid Mary yeah. yeah, Typhoid Mary. So we got nothing. So I mean, we'll see. We'll see what happens in the season. I guess. Yeah. No. There's no way to know anything about this story from these trailers, Kendall. Nope. Not at all. <laughs> um. I, I. Again, I didn't like the way this uh, this mask looked, but I'm with EJ that I think that I'm holding out that this that the, he will have another costume. That would be my the way I would go. Um. And he'll have another mask that looks better. Looks more. I almost think that they want it to look goofy. So that the other one looks cool, you know what I mean? They're not gonna go out of their way to make the the new one look cool or the old one look cool. But um, in terms of the marketing campaign, I feel like there's two ways of looking at it. If you're anti Iron Fist, you may feel like they're hiding something, which is a red flag. It's like this move, this thing was bad, and they're hiding something, and this is bad news you know season one was bad they're hiding stuff for season two i want to see stuff to reassure that it's good the other way of looking at it if you're may not pro iron fist but more like you're positive towards the season's potential you may say like they feel like because season one wasn't that great that no matter what they show it's not going to drum up that much hype because it's just iron fist like so there's no point in showing that much anyway like if this were luke cage and they didn't show much they would get the benefit of the doubt because season one was good, but at the same time, people would say, I want to see more. Like, it's Luke Cage. I want to see what they're doing for season two because season one was so good. You can't just not show me nothing and think I'm going to be cool with it. With Iron Fist, is anybody really complaining that we haven't seen much? Because people didn't really like season one. Right. So it's like, oh, the only people that are complaining are the people that say to themselves, they're hiding something, which is a, probably a real fear, but... Those are the two ways you can look at this. But I just feel like you know the I, the the strategy, like you said, to like to like say, oh, we're gonna do less is more, not try to show everything and just let our show kind of do the talking once we it comes out. I think that's what their plan is, and I don't know if the show is good or not, but it could be great, and they're doing it this way because there was a lot of there was a lot they showed a lot more during the last marketing campaign. It was a very in your face marketing campaign for Iron Fist season one. They're doing the totally opposite here. But I kind of wonder, like, to me, like, that, this kind of marketing campaign only works when your show was really, really good. Like, there's the anticipation of, like, yo, anything you show, I'm going to be fiending for it. And then when you don't show that much, it's almost, it becomes a story in itself. It kind of adds to the mystique of the show. Like, yo, this season, they showing, ain't showing that much. It's going to be crazy. Like, when it, Iron Fist, when the expectations are so low and people are so disappointed... In the last season, it doesn't make much sense to come from this angle saying, you know what, let's show them very little and hope that they'll be intrigued and then show up. I don't, like, two people don't might not show up anyway. You gotta, it's like, to me, they gotta show more. They gotta show, like, their best stuff and then get people engaged to say, oh, this is gonna be different than last season. Yeah. I haven't seen anything that shows it's gonna be different than last season. It could be better or worse, but I, I haven't seen anything that's 
shown me anything yet. And that's not a good that's not a good marketing campaign. They need to I think they need to be more aggressive with showing their best stuff. I think the 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 like Kendall said, the Easter egg of showing the mask was smart. I think that was their way to kind of maybe grab some attention. But I think the fact that they're still like doing these very weird one scene trailers where they're not really trailers, they're just one scene. It's 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 strange. Yeah, it doesn't make that much sense. Um yeah, it just doesn't make sense. I mean, hopefully the season's good. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's all it comes down to. That's all it comes down to. That's all it comes down to for me. I mean, I feel like if the season is good, it'll speak for itself. You know, and the word will get out that Iron Fist is official. <laughs> Iron Fist is here, you know. And, uh, you know, that's how they'll generate their buzz for whatever reason. It'd be, it'll, it's weird that if the season's really good, they're not trying to build hype for it. Let's get to our last story before we get out of here, guys. And it's a story that I did not think we'd be talking about today. It involves Teen Titans Go. If you guys know anything about my feelings about Teen Titans Go, um, I think it's trash. <laughs> it's great for kids. I'm sure kids love it. But in terms of like what I like and my, you know. Cost um, is Young Justice. Years yeah. of Young Justice. Yes. I, I just. But it could have been for the better, man. Right. Because now we have a, a Young Justice that's going to be darker, more expansive in the DC universe. No regulations. Act. No regulations to behold or be withheld, beholden to. Um, but we're talking about Teen Titans Go, the cartoon, because the movie just came out. I have no idea how good or bad it is. I heard it's I'm... amazing. Really? Yeah, I heard it's amazing. Go check the Rotten Tomatoes, man. Really? It's really hot? I, I don't know what it is, but I just heard it's really good. I don't know if Shamari, you want to check it. Yeah, I'm checking it. I heard this was like one of the best superhero movies of the summer, what I've heard. I'm shocked. That's surprising. I'm shocked, man. I mean, it explains why it got greenlit. Like, someone must have came with it's this. It's at 89%. That's really good. 89. I mean, we might have to go see that one, man. 89%? I'm, I'm not. Nah, you might be right. Yeah. If it's audience, that good, I might score 69%. People like it. Yeah. The audience score is probably like the people like me. Like, yeah, they're just like I don't care what this is. It's trash. It's a kids movie. Yeah, if you're a, if you're an audience right. member and you're like I don't like it, I mean, people bring yeah, their, well, yeah. People bring their kids I will admit I am definitely <laughs> part of that like group that like I don't understand when people give terrible ratings to kid movies. I'm like it's a freaking kids movie. <laughs> yeah, uh, like the fact that Space Jam has such bad ratings to me, I will never get over. Yeah, it. Space Jam is a classic. It's a disgrace. <laughs> those movie go those movie critics from 1996. Talking about yeah, you know the story just wasn't. And George's acting was very frozen. <laughs> yeah, you know the story just wasn't <laughs> very cool. Wasn't that engaging? Like, come on, man. Anyway, uh, we bring, we're talking about Teen Titans Go though because it appears there could be a chance that the original Teen Titans. Well, let's cartoon, uh, let, let's uh, let, let's give a spoiler warning just in case. Yes, just okay. in case you oh, want to see yeah. the movie. So if you've not seen the movie yet, it's the mid credit scene uh, after the movie. So if you want, if you don't want to hear about it, then. If you heard the movie, it's great. been great listening to this podcast. See us next week because this is the end of the show. Um, <laughs> but uh, but if you have not seen it, or if you don't plan on seeing the movie, you don't care. We didn't I, care. Which I feel like is a lot of the people. <laughs> yeah, I feel there's like a lot of people watching listening to this podcast. But there may be people who really are interested in seeing that movie. Uh, if you've seen the mid credit scene, you know that it teases a possible return for the original Teen Titans from the cartoon that Cartoon Network did back in. 2005 or whatever it was when they first started it so it's like a the way i could describe it basically was um it's almost looks like a like a like a sos call from beast boy and then like you know it's like oh, grainy right, think, right. or well first is 
maybe it's Robin, but I've thought first the first granny person, person is Beast first Boy. person shown in the thing is Beast Boy. Oh, yeah, Boy. he's like, oh, yeah. yeah, it's Beast Boy. Yeah. He's like saying, attention, and you do hear it's Titans here. And, and you're kind of like, what the hell's going on? And then it kind of crystallizes, and then you see Raven, and then you see, you hear Cyborg's Booyah, and they're like, and Robin finally says, it's the Teen Titans here. You hear us. We think we found our way back. And that's it. So it definitely teases a return for maybe the return of the Teen Titans cartoon. I don't know what that return could be. We don't know if it's a movie. They've done movies before. We don't know if it's a the series returning. Of course, they have this DC app, so that, that suggests they could do whatever they want. That rumor of them coming back has been teased a lot. Ever since the show has been conceived, that that's been the thing talked about. Oh, but eventually they're gonna go back to the, to the to the to the OGs. Um, does anyone? What are you guys' thoughts on that? We both we all saw it. What do you guys think of the mid credit scene? What do you think that means for the show? I'm think thinking. Way back? I'm thinking a movie. Um, you know, not like a sequel to this, but like I guess kind of like a sequel to this. Like that's their next thing is making it a real Teen Titans movie, um, uh, which I'm totally on board for. The best case scenario is that they bring the show back. That's obviously the best yeah. case scenario, but I don't think that's gonna happen. <laughs> like I just don't think that that's gonna happen. I mean, I think that. Um, I mean, I just I, also I feel like the animation, that le- the level of animation that, like just the quality, is just they can just do much better now, you know? Yeah. I feel like Teen Titans was good for its time, but just the quality, the level of animation is better now. Right. They can make it look better than it did. Um, yeah. And in that trailer, it didn't look like they did. No. So, I don't know. I mean, I'm thinking a movie, but we'll see what happens. Well, hopefully, uh, hopefully it's the same deal as the Clone Wars, Shamari. You know, you were very... Oh, yeah. <laughs> Shamari was like, no way Clone Wars is coming I, back. I hope I'm wrong. No <laughs> way. Like, I don't know, man. Maybe. You guys don't know the Clone Wars are coming back, the cartoon. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I, was like, I would say no way, but apparently it's coming back. But I don't know. Maybe, hopefully the same deal, but uh, I think that this is going to be a... I think this is going to be a television series. Or, I, or sorry to cut you off. Yeah. Or if, it's not a, or if it's not a movie, I think it's going to be like a Samurai Jack thing where it's just one season that they bring it back for. Yeah. That that probably makes the most sense, just to close any loose ends that were left, like who's Red X or what happened to Terra, that kind of stuff. But um, that's what I mean. That's probably like middle ground, like similar to Clone Wars. Probably it will probably end up being the same deal. But um, best case scenario, they just bring it back long term. They say, oh, we, we're gonna start making more episodes and. Like y'all, Young Justice. You well, they, they, they want to get some goodwill from this. What could be disastrous Titans series. They could certainly get it with bringing back the yeah OG cartoon. Um, I mean, and this would be their way if they put it on the streaming service. You bring back Young Justice. You bring back Teen Titans. What better promotion for Titans and right, Doom exactly. Patrol? Uh, would you have than having those shows? new on that streaming service absolutely um if you do that now like people become more inclined to watch titans just crazy is that they do that they have a very good chance that the best stuff on there 
platform is animated content. Oh, yeah. Best of their stuff will already be animated yeah, content, probably. Yeah, it but it'll be like new it. animated content. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Batman the, the animated series. Seriously. I'd rather watch reruns of that. Than the new Titans, <laughs> Titans. That's, that we have coming out. Um, yeah. Maybe I'm going to tempering expectations. I'm going to say it's just like a movie. Because to me, like, the way they teased it, like, it seemed like there's a story clearly to be told. Titans have been lost, and they've they're trying to find their way back home. So maybe it's just they're in space or something. And you think that that's a scene from something? Or it teases a story? It teases a it's story. It's teasing an actual yeah. story. You so don't think I don't, it's like, they broke the fifth wall, the fourth wall. Kind, kind, not, I don't know if they broke the fourth wall, but I think it's just like, it's them teasing that, like, there's a story to be told from, like, that scene, that whatever we saw. Like, that wasn't just, like, them that wasn't them saying, it. hey, we're coming back to Cartoon Network. That was them saying, we're trapped somewhere. Yeah. And, you're gonna be able to find us, but it has a double meaning. Is what I mean. It does have a double meaning, yeah. but I think it's more about like the scene, yeah. and I think it, it leads to a story. And like the Teen Titans show, we remember was it wasn't really a linear story. There were a couple of you know threads like the Red X situation, Terra. Every now and then, yeah. this you know there there were linear things where like things stories continue, but for the most part, every episode was like a standalone episode. It was kind of like Batman the animated series, you know. So. I, I can't imagine like if something if they're that if something that massive where they're lost I can't like I don't think that's getting solved in one episode a half hour episode I don't know if that's getting solved in that I mean it could be solved in a hour long special but I just that just seems like something that should be flushed out in like a movie so I'm gonna say that they would do something like that um, in a movie but it could be a TV show it wouldn't shock me but just from the way like that scene played out it just seemed like oh like we have something to tell you for uh, for our movie purposes. And I would be fine with that if it's not a TV show. I mean, I would love for the show to come back, but I kind of think they wouldn't do that because I think it would undercut the the live-action show. And you could say that it would give them goodwill, but I think from their standpoint, they, they may think that it may overshadow something that they're trying to really push. It would overshadow it. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. yeah I mean, absolutely. Um, I feel there, there will be more interest in that cartoon than that TV show. Oh, yeah, for certain. That TV, um, that cartoon is iconic, and it would make the cartoon looking more weird, or make the anime, the the live action yeah. show look more weird. Yeah. Like, like, where do they come? Why are this, this yeah. is nothing like the good shows that you have? Yeah, yeah exactly. What are you doing? They would remind people that how <laughs> they much went, they, how much they don't want that. Yeah, <laughs> how much they want the reservation of good content. Yeah, so that's not uh, ideal. Yeah, that wouldn't be good. So I definitely think it's gonna be like a movie, either a movie or just one separate season, or like a, a, a or like a. Um, like an arc, possibly, mm-hmm. like a three-part something, you know, three right. or four-part series or something. Look, if they want to bring back the Teen Titans in any format, I think we all would agree that that would be awesome. It's been called upon. And I gotta give DC credit because like they they seem to have definitely listened to like the fans that have recently been very loud about certain shows that were canceled and trying to bring them back. They they were very they pushed yeah. for Young Justice. They got it back. It seems like they're trying to bring back Teen Titans. If they ever want to bring back Boy the Batman, I would be greatly appreciative. <laughs> if they ever want to, you know, do it in the season three of Justice League Unlimited, I'd be very appreciative. Yeah. I mean, I mean, the DC animated division is is always on point. Yeah, they're awesome. You know, there's TV show, there's cartoons, or the, the animated movies are yeah. always on point. So if they if they want to bring back any of those things, I'd be greatly appreciative. But in terms of this Titans, Teen Titans news, that cartoon is coming back in any formation that would be a game changer isn't sure. it sad if you're warner brothers that like some of the best movies you've had have been like animated joints 
like they're some of the best. Like I mean, Wonder Woman was very right. good, but besides Wonder Woman, like I mean, it's, you know, it's later not... Batman and Teen right. Titans way better than anything else in the DCU. I didn't think about that. I thought you were talking about the like the DVD stuff, but yeah, yeah no, like, like right the now, theatrical stuff. Yeah, the They're major, stuff the motion, major Wonder motion Wonder. picture ones. Yeah, right now are those two movies and Wonder Woman. I mean, that's, that's that's bad, man. That's not a good job. I mean, Marvel. Like, if we compared, like, if we if we said like Pixar and Marvel were like in this under the Disney umbrella, like Pixar and Marvel are like battling. Like, it's not right, like oh, yeah, every yeah, Pixar yeah, movie is yeah, way yeah. better than every right, Marvel yeah. movie. Like, they're right. all great. But it's not the same deal with Warner Bros. Their animation stuff really good, but their—I mean, their movies, the live-action stuff doesn't nearly hold the same type of weight. Very, very good point, Kendall. Good place to end the show today. Thank you guys so much for listening in. Be sure to check out all of our shows at New Generation Podcast Network on SoundCloud and iTunes. Again, to repeat one more time, please follow us on Instagram at New Generation Podcast. Plenty of new content, plenty of new updates. There'll be a lot of cool stuff on there. Be sure to check that out again. Instagram, New Generation Podcast. Also, of course, follow us on Facebook, New Generation Podcast Network, and on Twitter at New Generation Pod. Follow me on Twitter at EJ underscore Stewart and on Instagram at ActionEJ. Follow Shamari on Snapchat and Instagram MCSham22. That does it for now. We'll be back next week with more Hero Talk for Shamari, for Kendall, I'm EJ. Peace.